While I'm on vacation with my family this week, producer Melanie has pulled together some of the moments from the radio show for you to enjoy. So please enjoy. I hope you have a wonderful week. And thank you to Cure International for making today's show possible. They heal kids and then they tell the kids about the healer at lifewithlisawilliams.com. You can find out more. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL. I did. I truly laughed out loud. Now, this may be the dumbest thing in the whole world, but it worked on me. There's a dog chasing a train. He and Fido. Hey, Natalie, how old are you? I will pray with you now. Before you leave, I have to pray with you. I'm here for the people in the hood. You know, Jesus is my very, very best friend. Pray without ceasing, which is not some sort of so heavy I can't do it command. It is this breath of fresh air that I am involved in what God is doing in the earth today. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talked to the mailman. Is that Twitter? <laughs> Life with Lisa Williams is like a cake. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is this, this is, this is life. life. This is life. 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 This is life with Lisa Williams. So you may have heard this a few times in the last couple of months. If that person is elected president, I'm leaving the country. So if you do hear that, here are the list of happy countries. You could actually say to someone, well, if you're going to leave, then you should consider Paraguay. They may not respond well to just a succinct, honest answer like that, because obviously they're emotionally trying to vent about the presidential election if they do say that to you. But Paraguay gets the highest rating in a recent survey. They talked to a thousand people in 140 countries. And in each country, they talked to a thousand people 15 years old or older. And they asked questions like, did you smile or laugh yesterday? Do you have physical pain? Do you worry? Do you have sadness? And out of all the countries, Paraguay was the number one country, followed by Guatemala, Honduras, Uzbekistan, which I just pronounced wrong, Ecuador, El Salvador, and Indonesia. The United States was um, near the top, tied with Ireland, Singapore, and France. And so you may not get a happy response if you say this to someone, but at least if someone says, I am leaving the country, you can say, have you considered Paraguay? If you have a wow God story you want to share, a supernatural story from your life that maybe you don't get to share very often, but you wouldn't mind telling the rest of us, you can call 888-848-LISA. When you're alone in your car, or when you have some time when you can talk out loud to yourself and nobody's around, practice telling your wow God stories, the things that God has done in your life. Tell the stories to yourself to encourage yourself. Practice telling them so that the next time you have an opportunity, it will be so easy because you will have been thinking and thinking and thinking about his goodness, his greatness, what he's done in your life. Your story matters. Your story, your wow God story needs to be told. 
My friend Julie Thomas speaks to women's groups about being an angry mom. My name's Lisa Williams, and maybe you struggle with this. It's just an anger that you don't even know where it comes from, and you certainly don't know what to do with it. And so um, Julie's going to share a little bit of her journey with us in case you or someone you know struggles with a similar thing. I have four kiddos, and we went from uh, someday, I'd love to share my story just about how we got all these kiddos in such a short amount of time. We have three adopted, and uh, then along came our little biological surprise. And we went from <laughs> one to four kiddos in 20 months. So in under two years, we went from one to four, and they were all under five years old, two of them from a different country. And and I, 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 was, I was a wreck. I was a total wreck. And, and I just realized within me that I just, I started to get frustrated a lot more with my kids and, and, and anger began to be a part of my life. And I, I had no idea in the moment where it came from. I thought, oh my word, I've prayed for these kids for forever. What's wrong with me? Why am I getting so mad at my kids all the live long day? And why do they just, they don't just push my buttons. Like they have a party. (laughs) They have an absolute heyday on my buttons. And and what am I supposed to do with this? If you can keep listening, we'll have more with Julie Thomas in just a few minutes. But if you can't stay and you want to read what Julie has written about being an angry mom, you can go to womenwhobelieve.com. It's such a great time of year. If you are a Christian, this is like the time of year where you can pause, prepare your heart to deeply remember what Jesus has done for you. If you're not a Christian, this is your time where you can stop all of the other stuff that has kept your attention and begin to open your heart. As Easter gets closer, that could be the day where you surrender your life to Jesus. So from today through this weekend into Holy Week and then Easter Sunday for all of us could be the most meaningful moments of this entire year. So there's a woman who is fighting to keep her gator. I'm Lisa Williams. I used to live in Lakeland, Florida. I wonder if I know this woman. She has a gator that she really loves. I don't know the backstory. And it is so hard for me not to want to make jokes immediately. But I'm trying to be compassionate. I mean, this woman loves her 125-pound gator. She has named Rambo. Rambo wears clothes. Right. I'm sorry. Rides on the back of her motorcycle and has his own bedroom in Mary Thorne's house in Lakeland. And everything has been hunky dory because she has a license for the last 11 years. She has been a licensed gator owner. But he recently grew bigger than six feet. So now wildlife officials, they're all like, no way, no way, Rambo. You have to have at least two and a half acres of land if you're an alligator over six feet who has a license. And so now Thorne is really sad. She said, you know, I've trained him not to bite and he can't be left outdoors because he has a sense of, (laughs) I'm sorry, (laughs) He (laughs) he has a sensitivity to sunlight. The gator can't be outside. (laughs) So now there's just this big fight going on. I'll keep you posted when I find out more about Rambo and his future with Mary. You know, this this is important to Mary, so I should not make jokes. So I'm trying not to. 
I've heard my dear friend Julie Thomas speak several times on being an angry mom and the transformation in her life has been remarkable, not because she has willed herself to change, but she has just surrendered to God so that he changed her from the inside out. And so Julie, tell more of the story of what happened when you realized that being an angry mom was a real thing. One day, we were all at home and all four kids were just whatever, crazy. And again, they're still pretty little. Zachary wasn't even a year yet. And I think my oldest might have been around four or five, somewhere in there. And I remember I was in the boys' room and I was so mad. I don't even know what they did. Who, who knows? You never remember what they did exactly. I just got so mad. I got so mad. And I knew if I didn't leave that room in that second that somebody was going to burst into flames. It was either going to be me or it was going to be one of my children because I was so upset and I got into my room and I closed the door because I needed a second and I stood there in my bedroom and God asked me the most poignant question that he could have asked me in that moment and he said, is this what you want? That question is so powerful. Like when you imagine God speaking into whatever you struggle with and saying, is this what you want? That question opened up Julie's heart to realizing that this was a real stronghold from generations in her life and that she didn't want to look the same 10 years later. And so if you want to read what Julie has written about being an angry mom and and find out more of what God showed her through his word and how it transformed her, you can read and find more at womenwhobelieve.com. If you ever say something and then you have no idea what it meant, me too. (laughs) I'm Lisa Williams. I have to explain that because I'm not even sure that made sense. But I have this thing where I will use words or phrases and I will use them strongly in a conversation. And then my mind says, do you even know what that means? And then I look it up on my phone. Like I will find a dictionary app and look up the word. So if you ever just use words and then wonder, is that correct? I wanted to let you know you're not alone. Um, Earlier in a conversation, I said, these Bible verses are like a plumb line to my soul. And in the back of my mind, I hear, are you sure that's what you mean? And then I thought, I think so. (laughs) And so I looked up plumb line and... It is a line with a plumb attached used for finding the depth of water or determining the vertical of an upright surface. Yeah, that's what I meant. The implication is that this particular Bible verse makes me know what is up and down and what is level. So it's my plumb line. So if you ever wonder about what you say, I just wanted to let you know you're not alone. Me too. If you need some encouragement today, I want to give it to you. I'm Lisa Williams, and there have been times in my life where I just needed somebody to encourage me. There are moments when you don't think you can even make it because life is so hard. And if by chance you're the one, I wanted to remind you of something. God loves you. God sees you. God has a plan for you, and he can give you the strength to face whatever it is that you're facing that you think, I cannot do this. I can't go on even. It's too hard. God's got this. He's got your strength. You just have to reach out to him and say, fill me up. I cannot do this alone anymore. 
For over 30 years, my friend Dwight Bain has been a counselor. And so when he talks, he often drops so much wisdom and insight. This is something that he learned when he was in Europe once and he was with someone who was telling him about the farms. There are rock walls between the farms. And I asked a guide once, where do rocks come from? And he laughed and said, from the field. And I said, well, that seems like an awful lot of work. He said, okay, two things. One, there's not a lot of lumber. And back then you used lumber for your houses. You used lumber for fuel. You didn't use lumber for fencing. And he Mm -hmm. said, two, and this one, this part made me cry. He said, Dwight, here's how it would work. You'd get a spot of land for your family and you're plowing along and you need that field to produce a crop to feed your family. And you hit a big rock. And you know, I can't grow anything when there's a huge rock the size of a Toyota in the middle of this field. So he said, you'd spend hours, you'd spend days breaking up that rock, chipping up that rock. So your son and the next generation would not have to. Oh, wow. And you drag those rocks to the edge of the field. Wow. And you'd pile them up because it was a marker between farms or sometimes between fields. But when he told me that, I got real tearful. And I always get tearful when I think about it. Because my mom and dad moved away from a small town in Kentucky where there was a lot of dysfunction and they moved to Orlando, Florida because they said, my whole lifetime, they said, we don't want you to have to carry some of the pressure and problems and pain that we had. They broke up some rocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't struggle with alcoholism like so many of my relatives because I was never around it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't struggle with abuse and violence and rage and knocking the table over and violent fits that some of my cousins tell me that they grew up with because I was never around it. My mom and dad, I love them so much. They broke up the big rocks and drug them to the edge of the field. So, so much of my life was so much easier than theirs. They made huge sacrifices. And one of the the greatest motivating things in my life was to say, how can I move some big rocks out of the way so my kids have it easier? Yeah, I don't want them to carry these burdens. So if we look at our lives like soil and Jesus wants to plant seeds in our lives so that we have incredible fruit that comes out of our lives. The question I feel like Dwight is asking, how are we taking care of our soil? Certain Bible verses can become like a plumb line for your soul. Like they let you know your true north and what is level. Like this is who I am. I'm Lisa Williams, and the plumb line verses for my soul are from Psalm 63, verses 1 through 8. I'm going to share it with you. Um, It says, you are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. But I have seen you in the sanctuary, and I've beheld your power and your glory because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you, and I'll praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands, and I will be satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. I will remember you and think of you through the watches of the night. Because you are my help, I sing. In the shadow of your wings, I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. That's my plumb line, Psalm 63, verses one through eight. And I was wondering if you have a verse that's your plumb line. If so, would you share it with me? I'm just wanting to read it. At the top of my Facebook page, you'll see a place where you can share. Just look for Life with Lisa Williams. I just got the sweetest email. My name's Lisa Williams, and it's from a friend of mine, and she hasn't written me in a long time. 
And when I first saw the email, my heart was like, "Uh uh-oh, I hope nothing's wrong. (laughs) I don't know why we default to, "Uh uh-oh, I hope I'm not in trouble or, "Uh uh-oh, I hope nothing's wrong. But as I read the email, it was just filled with encouragement. She thanked me for something I had said to her a long time ago that was actually helping her today. And then she said a bunch of encouraging things to me. I get tears in my eyes just telling you about it. And I just wanted to tell you about it because, oh my goodness, what a difference we could make in someone's life today if we just pray and say, God, who do you want me to write? And then take the time to encourage someone just to spend 10 or 15 minutes of our lives to be an encouragement. So I just wanted to encourage you because I got so encouraged so that you can encourage someone else by maybe sending an email later today. I just heard a sermon that helped me so much. My name's Lisa Williams. It was about David and Goliath. David leaned on God's strength, not his own. He was who he really was. He didn't try to be anybody else. And then he attacked that problem head on. And I needed to hear that. So I thought I'd pass it along. Let me say it again so I don't forget. (laughs) God's strength, not my own. Be who I am, not try to be somebody else and attack that problem head on. Okay, so please forgive me in advance if you're not a goofy, silly person. I'm Lisa Williams, and I am a goofy, silly person, and I also like puns, and I also like food and geography. (laughs) So it's like the perfect storm for me and my sense of humor. And my kids, we laughed till we cried over these silly food puns that someone sent me. Um, It's on Facebook, maybe you've seen it, but someone took the time to take food, shape the food into the form of all 50 states, (laughs) and then rename the states. So like it starts with Fishigan, and okay, it's not funny when I say it, but I'm trying here. Okay, it's funnier when you see it. It's a piece of salmon (laughs) cut into the shape of of Michigan, like the hand. And then there's like a piece of maybe tilapia. That's the upper part of Michigan. And it's fish again, right? They've got new pork, which is a pork chop in the shape of New York. And then the one that made me laugh out loud, there's a couple of them. Mashed Achusets is mashed potatoes. Alahama is a piece of ham. <laughs> Bake Connecticut, all bacon. But the one for some reason that I lost it on was Oklahomas. <laughs> it's just hummus in the shape of Oklahoma. <laughs> um, it's called the Food United States from some group at fooddiggity.com. But if you just want to look at it and laugh, just because it's good to laugh sometimes at things in life, forget about politics for like a half hour and just laugh at the food states. <laughs> It's um at the top of my Facebook page if you want to stop by lifewithlisawilliams.com. If it makes you laugh out loud, just please post like a comment, what state made you laugh? Which state got you? Maybe it will be New Mexicish. <laughs> this Wow God story is from my friend Mandy. It was a couple of years ago that they finalized their adoption, two sons. They had done foster care, really felt like God was leading them and had blessed them and that their family was complete. They had sons. It was Christmas time a couple of years ago and their oldest son started asking, when is our sister coming home? So Mandy was trying to explain to her four-year-old son, 
mommy's body just doesn't work that way. And so I'm not sure. I guess we'll have to ask God about that. So in the meantime, Mandy and her husband started talking about, are we going to adopt again? And if so, we're going to need a bigger house. But, you know, do we want to sell our house? You know, all those questions, right? And it was a rough time of year. A lot of people had their houses on the market, not selling. And so fast forward, five months later, their house is sold. They bought a new house twice the size and they were informed that they were the adoptive family that had been selected for a little girl who they met two weeks later. It was just this wow God story the entire year. They felt like God's hand was on everything from their four-year-old son saying it to their house selling to so quickly having that little girl in their arms. When my church started having buddy breaks, that's when I started making so many wonderful friends who are on the autism spectrum. My name's Lisa Williams. Buddy Break is a special respite care ministry that you can have at your church, and it gives parents and caregivers some time away knowing that their child with special needs is going to be well taken care of. And I love Buddy Break. It originated in Orlando. Um, You can just Google Buddy Break to find out about how to get it to your church or uh, go to nathanielshope.org. But one thing that I have learned is that there is a beauty and a complexity to someone who is profoundly on the autism spectrum. Like I can't figure my friends out, but I ache to understand what they're thinking and what they're feeling and what they can understand. And so this article that I found, it's so encouraging. It's this little girl. She's British. They said she would never speak, um, but she has a cat now. Her parents say you could divide her life into before Thula And after Thula, because before she had the cat, she didn't speak. And there was a lot that they couldn't understand about how she reacted to riding in a car or being close to water. And now that she has Thula, she has changed. She's starting to emerge. And this cat has been such a big part of her healing. So if you know someone on the spectrum and you're always looking for positive stories, then come find that story at the top of my Facebook page. Just look for Life with Lisa Williams. And hopefully you can find some deep encouragement there today.